That sounds like the bad guys teaming up. Who'd like a PB and J sandwich? All right, Jess, what movie did we just see? Glass. Tell us about Glass. <sighs> well... Huh, that's a hard movie to explain it in a is. couple of sentences. It is. Now, if you have not seen the movie Split... You should see Split. You could stop listening. If you haven't seen Unbreakable... Also recommend to stop listening. Yes. So, Glass, written and directed by M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. He's basically the third movie in this trilogy. Yeah. How many years did it take to make this trilogy? Because that's freaking brilliant. Freaking. Yeah, I got excited. He's brilliant. <laughs> Yeah, so it's... Impatient. Unbreakable came out in the year 2000. Split came out in 2017. Yeah, so it's 2019. What, 19 years in the making? Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. I mean, basically, yeah. at this point you probably know, you got James McAvoy, who his character is basically 24 different personalities, correct? Okay, there's 23, but then... I think that's the tagline for the split. He has 23 personalities. The 24th is about to be unleashed. Oh. Something like that. Then you have Bruce Willis who plays David Dunn from the movie Unbreakable. His character, very strong. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty much like Superman. Invincible, pretty much. Unbreakable, yeah. But his His one weakness is what? Water. Water. Much like the aliens in Signs. Oh. Oh. Alien. Superman was an alien. Oh, look, just figured that one out. So then you got Sam Jackson, who plays Elijah Price, Mr. Glass. He has had over 94 breaks in his life, in his body. He has a disease called... Osteosteronosis. Which means he's very fragile. Brittle bone disease. Brittle bone disease. It's terrifying. So, first off, great. Do you like this movie? Bad movie? Decent movie? Better than Unbreakable? Better than Split? What was it? Um, for me, I think it goes split glass unbreakable. And that's tough, though, because watching split, like, it was a whole different movie. I mean, you had no idea it was connected until after the credit scene. So then, I mean, we still are saying, like, we have to go back and rewatch it. Now that we know that, I mean, it's impossible not to look at it differently. Yeah, I still think that was my favorite because it was the most, like terrifying and suspenseful and i mean these movies aren't exactly action-packed especially unbreakable but it's still an amazing movie i mean the the development of characters is really what unbreakable is about comparing unbreakable to glass unbreakable is definitely a slower movie more artsy i would call it agreed very patient Glass is, there's a lot going on in Glass, and that's good and bad, I guess, for some people, but, I mean, Glass knows that it's a superhero movie based on, like, a comics, like, there's so much, there's so many references in the movie between Mr. Glass saying, like, you know, don't reveal that yet, or it's not time for the battle, it's not, you know, that kind of thing, or it's a comic, like, he, the character knows he's, like, in the world of comics, so that makes it pretty interesting. I would say, if I had to give it a grade? Yes. Do tell. It's definitely... It's between like a B plus and A minus. I see that. It's pretty solid. There's not a whole lot I would want changed. And without giving out any spoilers at the moment, it, it was 
there were lots of surprises, plenty of great moments. That I wanted more. And the movie starts off with David Dunn working with his son, played by the same actor. From Unbreakable. So cool. Yeah, it's pretty good. Why that wasn't, like, advertised as part of the movie, they they missed out on yeah. some crowd there. I mean, the actor's name is Spencer Treat Clark, and, like, looking at his filmography, he's he's in Animal Kingdom, a show that's still going on right now. He's in Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, apparently is, like, a main guy. He's been there for three years. We should watch that. Yeah. So I I had no idea. Like, that's pretty cool for him. I mean watching the movie and like realizing oh it's the same actor in my mind i'm thinking oh maybe he was just hanging out at home or in school for the last 20 years like i had no idea but right he seems like a pretty regular actor so that was pretty cool a nice treat of spencer treat clark what hot dogs no animal kingdom that was the preview that we just saw on netflix that creeped me out because it was all about reptiles well that's kind of weird that's not what that is but are you sure I think Did you say hot dogs? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so we cooked some cheese-filled. It, it was a cheese-filled bacon hot dog, which is wrong on so many levels. Yeah. If I want a cheese-filled hot dog, I want cheese and hot dog. I don't care what the hot dog is made of, but don't tell me what it's made of. If I know there's bacon in that hot dog, it ain't a hot dog. Yeah. Hot dog is hot dog and cheese. So I got that going on. Anything wrong with this movie? Yes. So... Is a spoiler warning, Jess? Let's just say spoiler warning at this point. Okay, let's yeah, let's dive in here. So, yep, spoiler alert. If if you're on the fence, just go see it. It's definitely worth it, especially if you've seen Unbreakable and Split. Okay, that being said, the previews of this movie, you see the cheerleaders that are locked up in the warehouse. You know, that's that's pretty much the trailer. So that's what the first like 20 minutes of the movie yeah the like, first roughly? the first act yeah you have james mcavoy's character with the cheerleaders right yeah so to me i mean i think part of it too is like this movie just it could have been longer i mean they they didn't spend enough time developing um so, for example, David Dunn, of course, is, you know, in superhero mode and he's got this, like, security job and side function set up with his son where he's out there, like, playing the superhero role and, like, looking for these missing girls. Yes. Jess is underselling it. It's pretty cool. He's oh, working yeah. with his son and Bruce Willis basically walks the streets during the day at night to brush into people. Is he trying to catch, like, bad guys? Yeah. No, it's totally awesome. What's not so awesome is, like, the moment that he bumps into James McAvoy as Hedwig, which is an amazing character, it's anticlimactic. And then going in and, like, finding the girls when James McAvoy is in, like, the beast mode, it's just, like... I don't know. I mean, it was too easy. Like, the Beast wasn't scary anymore because Bruce Willis, like, stood up to him and, I mean, they fought, like, right away. So, I mean, I need that to be, like, built up and, like, oh, man, what's going to happen? Like, the Beast is terrifying and, and split, you know? And then, all of a sudden, like, they're fighting and cops show up. You don't know what happens to the cheerleaders. I mean, 
you're to assume that they're safe and made it out, but you never see them again. That was the whole preview. That was the whole thing about Glass. Well, I mean, I can see where you don't want to have him fight the main villain that early on, but I think we soon realize that the story's not about the Beast anymore so much because... (laughs) (laughs) Jess is yawning. Typical with our podcast. Even the people doing the podcast are yawning, so... Aww. <laughs> Anyways, with Glass, end of the first act, Bruce Willis, you know, David Dunn, and James McAvoy's character, they're both captured. Okay, because and yes, obviously it's a spoiler warning, but the villain is no longer James McAvoy. He's not the guy to be feared at this point. Oh, okay. Don't you think? Like I mean they're facing off against Sarah Paulson, who is the the doctor. Um, Dr. Ellie Staple. I mean, so she's kind of like the villain, but at the same time, you have Mr. Glass. And everybody knows Mr. Glass is like this crazy guy. Mad scientist guy. So him teaming up with the Beast, I don't know. Sounds like the bad guy's teaming up. He does not sound like that. I did, yeah. Yeah, he does. There's not much wrong with it in my mind. I would have, I could have seen a whole movie where it's just Bruce Willis and his son, you know, trying to catch bad guys or... Catching the Beast. In fact, I would have enjoyed, basically, if they would have said, here is a sequel to Split, but it's like inserting 45 minutes into the movie Split, where you know it's a sequel to Unbreakable, and it's Bruce Wilson's son trying to catch the Beast throughout the first movie. Like, I would oh, love to see that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the only thing I did not like, I mentioned, was M. Night Shyamalan appearing in the movie <laughs> right. and referencing which of course he's gonna do like he does yes in it was all the fine because right? he had a pr- it was pretty funny line because you know david's asking <laughs> telling his son i'm gonna go for a walk and his son's like no i don't think you should not now and they go back and forth i'm not it's you know let your dad go for a walk man yeah it's pretty funny <laughs> and th- that's fine and then it should be a quick cameo you leave but i'm played a punk in the first movie. Unbreakable. And so he has to reference it in this one for really no reason. I mean, it's cool. Like, just kind of, like, maybe think, well, that's true. Like, it's we're just watching a movie. It's fun. Like, but it's not really needed. It makes you think, like, it's going to be referenced again at some point because it's just not needed. But my mind just, I mean, you know, in case someone missed... The end of Split, or I don't know. I mean, it just solidifies that Unbreakable is connected to these two movies. Yeah, that's true. And, I mean, looking at the the credit list, I mean, as far as there's not many main characters, like, once you get down to Cheerleading Girl, I mean... I mean, honestly, it's a pretty simple movie. Yeah, I think the budget was listed at $20 million. Yeah, that's, so even if that that's, makes sense. Even if that's wrong and it's actually $40 million, that's pretty pretty good. I think it... It made $40 million the first weekend. So, I mean... Wow. On a budget like that, it's pretty good. It's... Also, like, it's M. Night. There's going to be somewhat of a, like, mystery twist ending. And did not disappoint. It's just strange because, you know, if you watch Split, you know about um, James McAvoy's character. Is, it, is his character's name Kevin? Kevin Wendell Crumb. Kevin Wendell Crumb. Okay. That his dad died on a train, so... That's kind of like a reveal to him more so. Like if you just watched Split, you would connect the dots. Since uh, Yeah, I'm sure if we rewatch it, right. we'll get it. So you have that. Then you have this whole – I mean the fact that the characters, the 
they die is pretty crazy. Yeah. And there's like this organization led by, you know, Sarah Paulson. A little too Infinity War for me. A little too soon. Yeah. But here's the difference. Like these characters aren't coming back. Like they're done. Infinity War characters are coming back? <sighs> of course they are. Spider-Man's already coming out again. I know. We didn't watch that. We didn't see that trailer. That was that and John Wick I was waiting for. Get there early. Watch the trailers for this movie. Nothing. Right. Nothing. Didn't happen. Did not happen. Hmm. So overall, I say go see it. Uh, it's a good movie. Like You're going to enjoy it. It's a fun weekend if you watch all three of them. Yes. That's for sure. Yeah. Or make it a weeknight, you know? Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Now, okay, I don't. I have Rotten Tomatoes pulled up. But I did not look at the grade for this movie. I don't think that it got a very good grade. You don't grade. think so? No. Okay. Go with what do you think it got and what do you think it should probably have? Hmm. I'm going to say it got something. Okay, wait, full disclosure. I looked like last, I don't know, before we saw the movie. You looked before Just we saw it? Just because I really thought it was going to be like spectacular, but I'm pretty sure it was like in the 40s. Just that it totally influenced what you It looked. did, yeah. That's crazy. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> wow. Oh. Yeah, that was bad. Yeah. I love you. Well, okay, that, that messed her up. She's very influent, very easily influenced. <laughs> okay, um, so what do you? I mean, it's been it should have got something like in the eighties. Oh yeah, no. Listen, if somebody told me glasses at ninety eight percent, I'd buy it. I, I mean, w- I wouldn't go that far. I would because it's just such a rare. I can't think of any movie like the movie Glass. I've never seen anything like this. It's original. I mean, not to mention, sure. twenty years in the making. We watched a that, sequel. That's spectacular. We watched yeah. a sequel that we didn't know was a sequel. All the characters came back in the same son that came back. And all you have the hero, David Dunn, dying. You have Elijah Price dying. You have. Pretty traumatically, too. Yeah. And you have Kevin. I mean, James McAvoy should win an Academy Award for the, this character. Oh, 100%. Both, That's crazy what he does. He's yeah. amazing. So they all I die. I have respect for him. That's pretty impressive. So, yeah, if you told me like 98, I'd be like, yeah, there's not a whole. When my biggest problem. Is M. Night saying a one line? <laughs> yeah. That's Maybe I'm good. wrong. Maybe I'm thinking of something else. No, you're not, Jess. What, did you look already, too? No, but it's M. Night. M. Night's not What a do very... you mean? He doesn't... He's not popular? He doesn't get good grades? He doesn't always get good grades. Why? What's wrong with signs? Listen, signs is good. But, I mean, look at Sixth Sense, of course. Unbreakable, yeah, definitely. Signs on Rotten Tomatoes, I don't know what it would be yet. As it goes, well, we're going to have to check. The Village. I mean, people... That's like a love or hate movie, The Village. People, yeah, I don't get it. But that was one which, I mean, this 2004, I think, made like $60 million in the first weekend. When I went to see it opening up with my dad and brother, the line was out the door. That's crazy. Out the door. But then you get laid in the water. I liked that movie. Yeah, it was fine. I didn't like it at the time. We saw it at midnight. That was stupid. The Happening got horrible reviews. Then you had The Last it's Airbender, cool which movie, was bad. Though. Last Airbender. Did we see that? I think I saw it with my dad. Oh! Oh, did you want to... Oh, okay. Who wanted yeah, to just see... go see the movies without me. Who wanted me? to see The Last Airbender? I did not want him Apparently to... Apparently you. I didn't want him to do that Never movie. Never take me to Airbender. And then he, did, he wrote the movie, or directed the movie, After Earth. But that was really like Will Smith saying, I need to write a movie with my son. And he did that. Okay, The Visit, fantastic. Split, fantastic. Anyways. Visit. So... Yes. Since Jess already looked, 
glasses at 36%, which is Ugh. incredibly inaccurate. Ugh. I mean, escape, That's a splat. Escape Room is at 54. I wanted to do a podcast about that. Honestly, as a, it's just like a fun movie to go see. That's an A+. Escape Room is... <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, Bumblebee is at 92%. Wait, what? Okay. Danny. Bumblebee was awesome. Yeah. That was a fun movie. Mary Poppins, 78. Yeah, that's probably right. Right. Escape Room. Listen, you know what it is going... Like, how can you be disappointed by Escape Room? Like, if you saw the trailer, if you saw the tagline, and you were disappointed by it, how is that Something possible? wrong, Yeah. Rotten Tomatoes. I like Rotten Tomatoes, though. No, it's it's fine, but it's just a- inaccurate. Like, really, only 36% of people said, like, yeah, you should go see it. No. How is The Good Place at 100%? Anyways, yeah, ignore Rotten Tomatoes. Glass, Definitely for sure, go see it. is double 36. Like, uh, yeah, minimum. That's, there's no words. Wrong. Rotten Tomatoes. We, oh, but look at the user. The user review is, like, 78. 78. Yeah. I think you could probably... Almost always trust user. Let's see what escape room is. I'm guessing 72. Oh. Okay, okay, go back, go back. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Morgenstern. I mean, these guys that? are brutal. Why was Why Shyamalan, who has directed at least four objective failures over the course of his career, allowed yet another chance to prove what a disappointment he can be? What? <laughs> That's terrible. Yeah. The glass is half empty. <laughs> oh, I mean, that's, Yeah. I mean, that's mean and highly inaccurate, but I like what he did there. Anyways, that's our yeah. review of Glass. You should go see it. Definitely recommend Glass. Go see the movie. You're going to like it. Ignore the critics. I don't know what they're talking about. Right. So what's your other flaw? There are no... I don't know. What, what did I say? I that, don't know. You started to say something, and then I started guessing, and then you got sidetracked. No, I said other little surprise twisters. I mean, you've got the whole train thing that Kevin's dad was killed on the train. You have the whole, like... Right, the anti superhero squad. Glass. The train that t- unbreakable. Yeah, that Mr. Glass, like, he caused the wreck. Right. And that's Mr. Glass. Basically, he so created two superheroes. Basic. Or yes. villains and a superhero. So. Right. By killing. I'm forgetting people's names. Damn tired. I don't know. Just tired. All right, go see the movie. <laughs>